Beyond. 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 What's up, everybody? Welcome to Podcast Beyond, episode 212. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside... He only does everything, Colin Moriarty. Greetings. PlayStation powerhouse, Ryan Clements. Ohayou gozaimasu. And no one else. There's no one else here this yep, week. No, just it's, it's Just back to the core. Boiling it down, as they say. Core with a Q? Sure. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that? That was a yeah. show. It's still going, I think. It is still, it's still going. Oh. It didn't go away. Huh, hard to believe. <laughs> Colin, how you doing? I'm fine. How are you? Good. You just put up a Mass Effect piece. Mm-hmm. You're going to put up an infamous review today. Mm-hmm. Big day for you. It's a big day. And you're not even going to be in the office for nope. some of it. No. Nope. Well, interesting. All right. Good, we got good you have some it, dedication. Thank you. God. <laughs> Ryan. Yes, hello. Final Fantasy piece you've been working on forever is finally going up today. It's finally going up today. You can look for it at IGN.com. Give me, give me, the, give me the one sentence sell. Sell me on it. We're in an elevator. Give me the elevator pitch. I'm a, I'm a highfalutin executive who's looking for Final Fantasy features. Square Enix is in trouble, and I'm going to tell you why... Final Fantasy 15 is going to be the best damn Final Fantasy because they're going to go retro. Oh, excellent. All right. Good job. Well, you sold me, sir. There you Here's go. Here's your contract. Did the, keep did the, the slight New York accent help at yeah, all? Yeah, it made you sound more confident. Gave it you authority. You, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, exactly. Ladies and gentlemen, this is uh, Podcast Beyond, IGN's PlayStation Podcast, the number one PlayStation podcast on the internet. And we start the show the same way every week. We usually with like 15, 20 minutes of BS. But this week, <laughs> and then we get to what we really start with, what is and forever will be the Roper Report. <laughs> Time for some news. Uh, uh, you, you doing okay, buddy? Yeah. You seem a little tired. A little no, okay. I'm, not, doing all right? I'm not super tired. I'm, I'm just ready to go. Okay. I was really tired yesterday. I stayed up playing that Infamous all night long. Oh, that's right. And I beat it last night early. And okay. it took forever to sink my debug trophies. Now we're all set. Okay. I, I like making the paper noise. Yeah. Can I tell you what it reminds me of? Uh, this is, this is, can I tell you what it reminds me of? Oh, please. It reminds me when you just did that of yeah. like the parchment paper for like the Declaration of Independence. Like when they, they do stuff like <laughs> oh, okay. that. That's yeah. what it reminded you of? Yeah. That's, what does it remind you of? When you were, when you were there at the signing. No, you know, like in National <laughs> Treasure. <laughs> like in, in school when you go on a field trip and you get the fake. And deck. you touch the Declaration you of Independence. You get the fake one, I said. Uh, so when I was like in high school, I was listening to Rush Limbaugh with my dad uh-huh. in the car. Well, that's going to make people angry, isn't it? Uh, and... Uh, Someone wrote it and saying how unprofessional he was because he like you can hear his papers in the background. Yeah. So then for like for like ten seconds he just like went like this. Yeah. And every time I, and every time I hear it, I I, I don't know. I just think that's funny. Wow, man, isn't it funny how our memories work, guys? Totally. It's really it's pretty funny. It is. Well, it's amazing, really. You think think about it. Don't don't give me that sly smile. It's totally true. No, the, it is. The memory works uh, through through sight, sound, smell. It's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the sixth sense trophies. And, and, <laughs> <laughs> uh, pretty brief Roper report, but some big news. Okay, let's do it. Let's start with the biggest news. Number one, Grand Theft Auto Five is real. Rockstar Yee. has announced the game's existence, though we literally know nothing else about it. Uh, a reveal trailer has been promised for November second. There you go. That's next Wednesday. Yes, I'm excited. See you next Wednesday. I fucking love me some Grand Theft Auto. I so. know you do. Yeah, I like I like the GTA series. I'm looking forward to see what happens. GTA well, 4 was a 10, so I am uh, interested to see uh, how they can possibly make the game better. I was just about to say you you're always you're very adamant about insisting that it is indeed a 10. You stick by the late Hillary Goldstein's review. Yeah, I do. I mean, we're very candid in, in, in talking about, you know, whether we re- re- agree with each other's review scores or not, and we always support each other regardless, but, right. and yeah. there are plenty of 10s, or I guess there are not plenty of them because we don't get plenty of out, but there are 10s that I don't agree with. Uh, right. But Grand Theft Auto 4, while not a perfect game, because that's not what a 10 means, Yes. obviously the on-foot combat can be better and things of this nature, but just the scope of that game, the polish, how, how good everything is in the game and how everything comes together, how big the package is, it's a 10. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I've never had a problem with that score. Even mm-hmm. today, three and a half years after it came out. Great. Excellent. 
Let's get it here. I feel like I'm leaning over the table more than you usual. Okay. Yeah, well, uh, we can. You want to move your chair here, around? It's dank in here. Got the it is a little bats. dank. It's a little dank in here, isn't it? Uh, what are your predictions for GTA 5? What are we going to see on Wednesday? Uh, I suspect it's going to take place back in San Andreas. Mm-hmm. Um you know, they've revisited Liberty City in four, so I think that makes sense. Obviously, there have been plenty of rumors and pretty substantial rumors that it's going to take place in California, you know, quote unquote California. I mean, obviously, they didn't use the real city names and stuff like that. Um, so I'm excited about that. I think it's cool. I, I kind of wonder if it's going to be a period piece or if it's going to be like GTA 4 and kind of take place in the present. Um, I think part of San Andreas' strengths, although I think it's the weakest Grand Theft Auto game, I think its strength was its 90s setting. So I think it would be cool if maybe we saw CJ again and. And it was set there. That's but so I don't, hard to do. You don't want to go back and do the happen. exact same thing, the exact same setting, the exact same time period. What about a colonial Grand Theft Auto? What about it? That'd be, that'd be great. You just ride around in, a, in some sort horses of... Horses. Hor- yeah, no, in horses. horses. <laughs> you ride around in the horse. <laughs> in a recreation. <laughs> number two on the road for a Number two. PS3 gamers were promised a free copy of Battlefield 1943 on their Battlefield 3 Blu-rays. However, without warning, EA never actually put the game on the disc. <laughs> Uh, humorously, EA has promised PS3 players, quote, early DLC as an olive branch, ignoring the fact that PS3 gamers were already promised early DLC. Oh, uh, no resolution to this problem has yet been revealed. I'm interested to see. I don't know if EA said anything about this. I haven't actually looked into it this morning, but um, it's a pretty interesting thing to promise a game and then not give it. Yeah. And then say, well, you guys will get DLC early, but you already told us we were going to get the DLC yeah, before anyone else. There's some problems with that line of logic. Here's my prediction. Someone forgot to put the game on the disc, and it went gold, and no one thought about it. That's my prediction. You really think, do you think that's... I, I mean, yeah, I totally think that, uh, that's how it would strike me. I mean, there, there's so many moving parts to making a game. I guarantee the people who were developing Battlefield 3 weren't thinking about Battlefield 1942, 3, three. whatever, 3. And so then, you, yeah, it's totally one of those things. And, like, think about how separate, even in our experience... PR marketing and development is like you know I mean you make that announcement and then it's somebody else's job to check it off somewhere else down the line yada 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 somebody leaves somebody has a baby you don't know what's happening anymore yeah that's true I mean everybody has real lives they do what they do everyone does have except for me (laughs) Um, yeah a Medal of Honor last year which was a complete you know shitty game uh, they did release Frontline I think it was on the disc and it would just appear on your uh, cross media bar and you can just select it from there a lot of games are doing that now like uh, Little Big Planet 2 had uh, the Sackboy pre-stork moves on there that way there's usually bonus content pops up in your videos now like that so yeah on um, Resistance 3 I think they had like a bunch of demos Mm -hmm. that popped Mm -hmm. up in the cross media bar yeah that was the redeeming quality of Medal of Honor was having the the old good Medal of Honor game to play Mm -hmm. Um, but with Battlefield obviously it's a great game and and uh, uh, but it would have been nice to have that, that extra, you know. And what, what I was kind of concerned about reading the comments on the story I wrote about it was that some people were like, so what? You know, like, it's a old, you know, like Greg's old game is old. old, game and, you is should, old. and you should have already had it, but it's like, th- this was a promise. Like, you know, that they, they should be held accountable ha- for it. They, they said, said they were going to do it. Yeah, so I'm, I'm interested to see like how they rectify that situation. You okay, buddy? Yeah, just a yawn. I like I, I think it, I'm thinking Ironside gave me decaf. I usually half cup Ironside. I'm, it's Can't you taste it? Up. Doesn't it taste different? No, it still tastes like the right coffee. Okay. Maybe I'm just tired. I had an egg sandwich. Uh, spe- oh, I love Puts egg sandwiches. Oh, my God. An egg sandwich. Those sandwiches. Oh, yeah. I, 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 I'm so mad, though, because I love Ironside bagels. There's no bagels there today, as usual. You know, they only buy need, three bagels a we day. Need to, we need to lodge an official complaint, I think. I tweeted at them today, but okay. they haven't tweeted in 117 days, so they okay. probably aren't checking probably, that account. Probably aren't. Uh, seriously, though, when, when you have bagels on the menu and nine and a half times out of ten you don't have That's the, not an exaggeration. The bagels are just not available. All sold out. Sold well, out at the, 8 well, o'clock in the morning. What's the halftime that they're not available? It's just 19 uh, out of 20 they're like, times. they give you half a bagel. No. <laughs> this I mean, we got half. I'm eating, I'm, eating, I'm eating half of this one. You can have this one if you want. Uh, number, what are we three. on? Number three. If you haven't purchased Little Big Planet 2 
Okay. Now might be the time to do so. Uh, PlayStation Move slash LBB2 pack has been revealed. It will come with a bunch of DLC, a PlayStation Move, and I, and the game itself. It will come out on November 15th at a yet undisclosed price. So if you, for some reason, want to buy a PlayStation Move... Well, remember that they actually use PlayStation Move quite well now that the Little Big Planet 2, that pack came out, the move, the move pack, where you can actually draw your own characters now. You can animate them frame by frame. You can not have Sackboy be the star of your level anymore. You can actually go in and make this paint, do all this crazy stuff that uses Move in a really cool way. Yeah. I'm not nearly talented enough to make it work that way. Yeah, actually, when I saw the game at Gamescom, or the I guess the Move pack at Gamescom, they... Uh they showed like some paintings, some beautiful paintings yeah. that people have done with the move, and, and it, yeah, it's it's impressive. It was more interesting at E3, I thought, when they showed like you know uh, an eight, uh, like a sixteen bit, eighteen bit, or eight bit, sixteen, eighteen bit, eight uh, bit game that they had gone through and done you know frame by frame animations and layered in there, and then they lit up as he moved, so it looked like you were playing like Mega Man or whatever. That's cool. Yeah, it's cool. I just I don't know. I, I'm kind of puzzled by the move being shoved in every game. Personally. Well, they because yeah, they want you to keep buying it and using it because no one cares about the move. Yeah, it seems like a... a and when Greg Miller said he was sick to his stomach watching the move reveal, here we are a year and a half, two years later, and I was right. <laughs> Mark it down. Uh, Win. Yeah, I just, I feel like it's such a waste of resources for these, some of these studios. I'm telling you, I mean, you look at you look at the strategy and how move is totally just like shoehorned into stuff and forgotten about. Like, it, I, it's like one of those things where, man, if I would have been in charge of Sony, the conference where they announced move at GDC, I would have come out and been like, hey, what's up, everybody? Casual games aren't going to hit like this, like people think they are, and we're going to continue to make real games. We're the real gamer system, you know what I mean? And that sounds cocky and stupid, I know, because we don't want this hardcore casual thing, but people aren't rushing out to buy PS3s to play uh, sports champions, and my mom isn't rushing out to buy it to play everybody dance, you know what I mean? Like, whether you want to admit it or not, you are already a core person system, and so you should just be playing to your strengths, you know what I mean? Here's Infamous, here's... Uncharted here, you know, I mean, show all these really cool clips and what games are coming, not put the resources into that, support other independent studios, make the PlayStation Network. Now they're like, now they're pushing, you know, the only on PSN, you know what I mean? It's like, why didn't we do that earlier? You've yeah. always had great PSN exclusives, but they've just gone and withered and died. Yeah, some of the best PSN exclusives, I mean, you know, some of the batch of PSN, only on PSN games are, are awesome, but man, some of the best PSN exclusives are just totally fucking ignored. Right Zach here. writes in, remember, we're a conversational podcast here on Podcast Beyond. If you ever want to reach us and be part of the conversation, beyond at IGN.com, just like Zach did, I recently saw read an article on Destructoid mentioning that PSN games really do not sell well. I, for one, love these little gems from Stardust or Shard. Oftentimes I find myself enjoying PSN games more than full-blown retail releases, but it kind of leaves me disheartened to know that these games don't do that well. So what's up, Beyond Crew? Is this true? Do you have any insight on this? We'd love to hear your thoughts. Yeah, it's true, Zach. I mean, yeah. there's not... A PSN games don't sell extremely well. Like, I mean, that's why I think you see people like uh, Housemark having to... Like, Outland's coming. It's like, well, let's try to get on every platform possible. You know, and Okabu is on that. SOE, I mean, even does, you know, games that... Payday is going to be out on PS3 and PC. Like, you have to try to get it out to everybody. Because I think at this point, for some reason... PC gamers get downloading so much more, right? Like, they understand Steam, they understand Direct-to-Drive, they understand digital goods, where it seems like that's still like, oh, well, that's just going to be a kid. That's going to be a short experience if I download that for a console gamer. Yeah, it's strange. I mean, when we when we did Podcast Beyond Live at New York Comic Con, I don't know if you remember, I asked people who played Rochard and who played Sideway. We had, you know, hundreds of people in the room. And our, our, there, there are people, they're PlayStation gamers, you know, they're, they're, they're quite fond of PS3. I think one person raised his hand for Rochard and like two people raised their hand for Sideway. It's like those are awesome. First of all, those are awesome games. Um, yeah, and I'm concerned. I mean, I, I think it's clear. Sony doesn't talk about it. It's clear a lot of these games don't make money and Sony probably has to pay. Yeah. You know, there probably is some sort of deal, especially if these games are exclusive that like will pay. will pay you. So, you know, because your game's going to sell, you know, 25,000 copies or whatever. I mean, which is n- nothing. Nothing, yeah. Um, 
and even a studio, a small studio like the guys that make Alien Zombie Megadeth and stuff, when you look at the leaderboards for that game two weeks after it comes out, and there's like three thousand people on it, you know, they're not making money. So it's sad. It's it's uh yeah, it's it's troubling. I, I know I, I can't remember what website used to do it. It's, you know, one of our competitors does does. You, I haven't seen it recently, but um, did a really cool piece where like every so often they would go on PSN onto these big games like Stardust and Dead Nation and stuff, and look at the last person on the leaderboard and then kind of figure out how many, how many games yeah, how, how many, many games have been sold. And that's a pretty cool idea, but I think if you did that for, you know, those are obviously big games. Those are housemark games and stuff. If you did it for, you know, smaller games, you would probably find, you know, no one on the leaderboards at all. I mean, it's right. one of those things you figure on top of the fact that PSN got a late start and it's got it's got these, you know, adopters who want to play retail stuff. It, you know, this is still the year of the PlayStation outage and the hackers and is your credit card safe and all this other stuff. So people are totally less inclined not to even put their information in there and worry about, about downloading anything. You know what I mean? Like, when you gave away the games for free, Dead Nation, Infamous, people downloaded them for sure because they didn't have to put in the information. Mm-hmm. It was all right there. And now you don't see that. And I think it's one of those things, hopefully, for Sony, I guess, not, not that I care, but you'll look down the line after maybe next year, two years from now, and be like, it was ahead of its time, right? Because Vita's coming out and it's saying, here's a handheld that you don't want to carry these memory cards. You can download all the games off of it. And that'll be more of a, a, an experience maybe people can get their wrap their heads around in terms of, oh, okay, like Uncharted's not a mini. It's, a, it's Uncharted. I can just download it right, 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 right. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's a perception issue. I think you're and right. also the PSN runs so slowly on downloading things. Yeah, tell me about it, man. Jesus. How long did it take you to download? Right, uh, infamous in your bedroom. It was like several hours. I mean, how, I'm just curious. I mean, is there is there a way for Sony to f- address the issue of download speeds and stuff? I mean, can I, I think every, that's something I, that I, need to... I, I talk about it every so often on Twitter or something like that. And Jeff Rubenstein, PlayStation blog, uh, always pops up and says that it's my, it's on me. The onus is on me. But I don't see how that's possible because like, internet it works better than internet at home for sure. But it's even then, it's still taking time to download things. It's still yeah. like it just. And, and I'm not. And the, I mean, the pro- the problem is I don't have a great counterbalance anymore because I used to download a lot of stuff on Xbox Live, and that always seemed to go quickly. Game updates especially go quicker on Xbox Live, and yeah. I don't know if that's just the infrastructure or what it is. As far as downloading, you know, a three gig game, I can't sit there and compare anymore because I remember when I did a. Uh, uh, the Mimo Lilo, whatever that free game was. Remember this Mimo on Xbox Lilo? Live? No, that's not the name, but I'm, I was hoping somebody could help me on that. No, Anyways, there was a free game they put out on Xbox Live. I downloaded that, and that took forever as well. But it still seems like updates for sure take longer. Uh, the firmware updates for P- uh, 360 are done in a, in a, in a snap. It seems. And they're fewer fewer and far between. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, it's, it's, a, a, ser- it's a server side <laughs> issue, no doubt. Because, you know, we don't pay for it, so they're not going to True. That's also enough. true. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, that is the thing. But we do now. Well, I mean, yeah, PlayStation we Plus members. PlayStation Plus. Yeah. yeah, but that's not what you're really paying for. You know? It's true, true. They're not, like, throttling you because you're not a PlayStation Plus user, I don't think. Um, number four. After only being out for a week, Batman Arkham City has shipped to retailers 4.6 million copies. That's a lot. Yeah. And obviously, the ship, everyone gets upset. It's a ship that's not sold through, but they wouldn't ship them if they weren't going to sell. So you, you can basically take it to the bank that that game's going to sell. You know, a five lot. plus yeah. million. And probably much more. So that's interesting. That's cool. I haven't played it yet because I have no time. <laughs> it just, uh, it, I guess it amazes me that there's so many... Batman fans. I mean, oh, really? I mean, think about the think about the impact he's had from a movie standpoint. You know yeah, what I mean? I guess like that's the Michael true. Keaton the Dark, movies Dark and Dark Knight and everything yeah, else. Like, plenty of people don't read done. comics. Yeah, that's, I, those have done really well. That's true. I didn't think about yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, I'm a casual Batman fan. Man, I don't read the comics, but I really like that character and the villains. And God, I, I like Arkham Asylum and stuff. I, I think he, he's the best, man. I think he's. I mean, not that I, I have a very thorough knowledge of comics, no, that's, but that's the funny thing is that everything about Batman I'm totally down with. Like, I love how dark the universe is. I generally speaking love all the villains as well as all the heroes that Batman fights alongside. I just like, but like every time I'm like, okay, so should I, I'm, I could roll right to the store now and buy Arkham City. I'm like, 
<laughs> still want to. Uh, it's yeah. funny because it's the complete polar opposite reaction to some people that literally one of our friends in PR, good old Sean, uh, actually tried to plot to have me steal your copy of Batman on several occasions so he could play it early. It's funny how stupid he is. Because he knew what I was doing. I hope he listens to this too. You're stupid, Sean. Because I was, he, I was, he knew I was reviewing the game. And there was one weekend where, like, I really, like, we went out to drink, and I had like a drink. I'm like, well, I gotta go home and work. And he's like, what? I'm like, I, uh, I just gotta go. And he's like, well, whatever, blah blah. When, when you get Batman next week, I'm gonna come over. I'm playing Batman right now, you idiot, you nincompoot. Yeah, yeah, you nincompoot. Now it's you, you got you got the five million about shipped right there for Batman. Mm-hmm. Some of those are special editions. Colin. Yeah. If you buy the special edition, you get the Batman statue, all this cool stuff. Uh, however, the game comes in the back of the art book. It just I don't want to put the art book on my shelf. IGN this week put up uh, covers. If you want to download special, download and print special covers, you can then put them in real cases. However, these special editions also come with a Gotham City imposters code. Uh, Jace Jones wrote into Beyond at IGN.com about it. My name is Jace Jones, and I was just wondering what knowledge you could drop on this game, Gotham City Imposters. I just found a beta invite in my copy of Batman Arkham City and hadn't heard anything about it. Just checked out some of the videos, and it looks pretty awesome. Cheers. Well, Jace, uh, Gotham City Imposters is a bit of a weird idea. It is an m- online, uh, basically, team deathmatch thing where it's a first-person shooter. Where you're either, you're either on Team Joker, you're on Team Batman, you run around killing each other. It's super bright, it's super kind of campy, it's super tongue-in-cheek. Uh, it's, when we, I first heard about it, I thought it was the dumbest idea ever, seeing as how Batman is so against using guns and shooting stuff. Why would I want to be Team Batman and go kill people? But actually playing it, it was fun, and it is goofy, and it's not, it's not trying to take itself seriously, so... Keep an eye out for that. Uh, no word yet on when that beta is going live that I know of. So mm-hmm. keep looking at that. And, and no word on, on pricing of the full version. Correct. That I yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's a downloadable. So I mean, fifteen. Yeah, fifteen, 20. fifteen, twenty, something like that, maybe. Got it. Got, Got it. it. Thanks, Greg. No problem. Good update, bro. That's <laughs> the singularity noise. Um, <laughs> I was rewinding time so we could get back to doing this. Yeah. My co- I'm, I'm I'm making my coffee hot again. Yeah. <laughs> I'm rewinding my coffee. What my- did this wall used to look like? <laughs> now explain that to me in singularity terms right there. So if I if I rewind time on my coffee, yeah. would the coffee refill or would it just get warmer seeing as I've already ingested the coffee? I think it would probably refill. No way. Refill, that's yeah. impossible. I think that's what would happen. It's, just <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like that scene in X2. It's coming out of my body like, like in port. There's something different about you. Too much coffee in your stomach. <laughs> uh, you're, I really <laughs> hope Magneto could only control coffee. <laughs> he's, he's floating down with that to the prison. He's like, doing, with he, all these coffee cups. He's, he's, like, doing that, he's doing that genie pose on, just a, on a giant brown spot of water. <laughs> Gotta love X2. Oh, man. That was a good flick. I know, right? Man, like, Nightcrawler. You picked the <laughs> X-Men. Remember how much you cracked up when I did that? Uh, the first thing I did with the move oh demo. Oh, my that God. Yeah, I was laughing for hours. Oh, that was so funny. Sorry, you want to continue? Sorry. With that, when, when Greg first got the move control. Remember they right? gave us that tech demo at, yeah, at E3 one year, and they're like, oh, here's two moves. You can do stuff. And like, oh, and I'm like making a puppet. And they're like, now hit the triggers. And I, I did the triggers, and I made Wolverine claws. And the first thing I immediately went, you picked the wrong house, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> There's this video. You can just see my head click. And I'm like, all of a sudden, interested to move. Uh, for, one, so for one yeah, second. Yeah, exactly. For, for, for one that second. one brief moment I like I liked House of the Dead. I reviewed that this week. Yes, you did. Zombies. There's, there's some other good games. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Number five. A new trademark for an unknown Insomniac game has been revealed. Insomniac has filed trademarks for Space Beasts and Galaxy Beasts. Whether or not these are two separate projects or the same project is unknown. I assume it's the same project. Yeah. It's also not known whether this is a PS3 exclusive, a more general console game, or a project out of Insomniac's new social games division known as Click. My instincts tell me it's uh, going to be a social game. Sounds uh, like a downloadable. Sounds speaking, like an RTS download. Speaking of Insomniac... I was just re-watching the original launch, uh, sorry, not launch trailer, the reveal trailer for Overstrike. Yeah. I'm actually really excited about that game, because I feel like Ratchet & Clank All for One was sort of a, like a testing ground for them to try and figure out the whole four-player co-op stuff, uh, and Overstrike is obviously going to be some sort of four-player multiplayer game. Yeah, we don't know anything about that game, still. So. Yeah, it looked, that trailer was so good, though, I really enjoyed it. And I've just been in to- a total insomnia kick right now, so... That's good. With, That's with, resist- with resistance, okay. and then with ratchet, and then getting excited for overstrike. Okay. I, I just love that. Studio. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested. Yeah, me too. I'm interested to see when when in that game is going to come out and what, what's going on with it. Yeah. Uh, number six, Soul Calibur Five has a release date. It will come to North American gamers on January 31st. And Medieval Moves has gone gold and will be released November 15th. We might get that game today. We don't. Don't forget. Did we did we talk about last week that oh, no, Ezio no, 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 no. is in Soul Calibur? Yeah, Ezio is in Soul Calibur. If you care. Uh, let's see. And then I had two Vita news stories. Uh, Lay them on me! Uh, Vita v- Vita won't support Flash, Ugh, okay. which is shocking. Doesn't matter. Flash is on its way out. iPads don't support Flash. That's the end of that. Um, and number nine, uh, the whole memory card fiasco. Now, uh, some games will require memory cards to save, like mm-hmm. Uncharted, This Guy at 3, Hot Shots Golf. Um, the interesting thing about that is, and that's proprietary and you're going to have to buy it. The thing is, is that um, you can only have dlc on your game i believe if you have a memory card option you can't so if you, most of the games save only to to card and or only to your hard drive and uh if that's the case then you cannot have dlc so it will be easy pr- to predict what games will and won't have dlc or at least mm-hmm. are leaving their options open so games like uncharted will conceivably have dlc mm-hmm. or that's can't well couldn't it just be that they just need it to save yeah i'm just saying it could conceivably have dlc okay like, I'm if, not mad. Don't get if, it. Why? If, don't make me the mad face, Colin. Like, like the most anticipated game on <laughs> the Vita. Face. The most anticipated game on Vita is obviously Asphalt Injection. Yeah. Now that game will be saved onto your drive, so you just know that it can't have DLC. So I guess what I'm saying is that we can, you can kind of start to conjecture like what you know if they're leaving their options open or if you really need to save data on there or whatever. Ladies and gentlemen, put it put a pin in it. Podcast Beyond episode two one two. Greg Miller predicting no DLC for Uncharted: Golden Abyss. Oh, okay, interesting. Put a pin in it. Uh, also, uh, Colin. Mm. Do you think it's possible that this sort of little issue shenanigans could be remedied at some point where a game that only saves onto the card could eventually get like a get patched where then it could also save onto a memory stick and then DLC is made available at a later date? I suppose. Yeah, it's ne- you never know what's what's possible until you do it. All things Seems are Seems a little complicated. Did you, you have the did you uh have the most recent Vita news on your uh thing there? Mm. This uh, bundle thing. Oh no, I didn't. I didn't know. Oh, you can yeah. say it. What, explain. Go break so, it. So, uh, break it down. It was just announced Boom. on the PlayStation blog. Yeah. Boom, doom, doom, doom. Podcast beyond exclusive. That's probably like 13 hours old by the time here. <laughs> <laughs> um so it's actually a really cool thing. They're doing the pre-orders are available now. And what you can actually do is get a sort of pre-release Vita bundle. So you can actually if you pre-order it at certain retailers now, I'm not sure if they noted the retailers on this I'll uh, check for on you. The announcement. Thank we you. The, we got the webs. Um Web. You can actually get the, the the PlayStation Vita in all of its glory uh, an entire week early before it n- would normally hit store shelves, uh, and you're getting it in sort of a bundle form. It comes in a limited edition package. It comes with a four gigabyte memory stick uh, that's proprietary, so that's the specific one for the Vita. 
uh, right? I Correct. No, you're right. And uh, and then a copy of little... <laughs> you get a, you get you get a memory stick that doesn't work with the Vita. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I just I, I was always confused. We got too many of these memory the, stick duos. <laughs> the Vita the Vita sticks cannot be used with any other device. Is what I'm saying, right? Correct. Yeah, that was a big one after. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, it also come this bundle comes with little deviants, and I believe. I think that they are doing a bundle for both the Wi-Fi and the 3D ver- uh, 3G versions. Yeah, that's I'm correct. Not, I'm that's not correct. Sure. I'm reading and, it right now. And I is it what 349 for the yeah for which one? I think they see they only it's, list it's, one price. No, don't they, they? D- they don't. No, no, no. No, it's, but is the other one for Canada? Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry, Grant. Just go. Oh, you're right. It's Canadian. You read this before we got up here. Yeah. Uh oh. Well, hold on. I see what they're doing here. There isn't two bundles. The U.S. bundle includes a PlayStation Vita 3G slash Wi-Fi model, a limited oh, okay. edition case, okay. four Got gigabyte it. stick, little deviants for three forty nine ninety nine. Three forty nine ninety nine. But that's um, that's not bad at all, though, right? I mean, because pick it up on the fifteenth and not the twenty second. Yeah, you get it. You get it a week early, and you're getting the memory card in the game for only fifty bucks more, right? I don't know what the hell I want to do. I'm not gonna like. Here's my problem with. I I would love to have it a week early. My my personal retail all set to go. Yeah. But I don't want little deviants, and I want a 32 gigabyte. What do you stick. mean you don't? Yeah. Want, oh, Jesus. I'll tell you. I'm sorry. Little deviants is not. I do not want. If I if I get little deviants, I'm gonna download it because it's a little mini game collection. I'm not gonna want to switch a card in and out for. Yeah. And all in all, and they are children's games, Colin. It's not they children's, are children's games. It's a mini game, game collection. Yes. When are you going to play that? When are you going to play that? Uh, maybe on the Muni or something like I'll that. Be, I'll be playing Stardust Delta. Thanks. I want to I see you playing that that uh, augmented reality game. Oh, I'm totally going to do it. I'm going to put, put, put the camera right in a bum's face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, shooting things on that, your face. Uh, no, I'm excited. I mean, first of all, I'm going to play everything that comes out at launch because well, of the trophies. Well, yeah. and, and we're going to be reviewing I hope, them. I really hope that it's the normal thing where like people don't understand trophies yet on that system, so they're super easy. Connect uh, to a 3G hotspot. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm... Uh, I just want I just want that thing to come out already, man. Yeah, I really seriously. do. I can't. We're so, I can't. Oh, wait. We're still so far away. I know. Well, we're gonna get the import versions, and and that, that will be cool. We got and Skyrim to hold ourselves over to. That's true. We do. We have quite. A, I mean, I have quite a few games to hold me over. But when we get the when we get the the Japanese ones, which I'm kind of hoping to abscond with one over Christmas break, uh, then I'm go, you know then we, we will go to play some of these Japanese games. We'll see if we can we can connect to the Japanese PlayStation Network from mm-hmm. here, and like you can with the PS3. If you're gonna have to do all these workarounds like you did with the PS3. Um, I know some people online definitely know you have to go to like a website and just like basically it's like you know toggle down twice press X you know like yeah, put yeah, your yeah. name in here put this address in here toggle over three times like because you can't read anything so I hope it's not like that um, I'm just going to go to Paris house for Christmas and make him set it up and then I'm going to leave mm-hmm. but I, I am so 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 excited I, I just want it to come out yeah me too I think mm-hmm. like I wrote in an editorial mm-hmm. this past weekend that, that people you know universally praised and loved yeah uh, you know I think Vita is going to surprise people I really do. I think it's going to surprise people not, in terms of how... Hey, how about this? It's not going to surprise us. No, it's not going to surprise us. It won't surprise people that have been paying attention and have played it. Uh, but, you know, the, the sheer power and and, and the... the uh, tenacity. The tenacity, yes. The tenacity of the machine. Uh, it, it, the potential is, like, so huge. And like I said, I think it's going to sell, like, gangbusters. Con- 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 considering it's a handheld, really catered to PlayStation fans, I think it will sell better yeah. than 3DS. Like I've said before, even even the not so great looking games are I'm still excited about because I can start getting you know Vita trophies. I can start just using the system and enjoying it. So you know, I'm you can start playing like, Escape Plan. You can just fucking play some Escape Plan. Oh, oh crap! Yeah. What? what would happen, buddy? Also, we were supposed to do a video preview for Escape Plan this week. I never got. Past the planning stages. We got to write a script for that eventually. Okay. okay. But we'll get that up for people. Yeah. Uh, Rob writes into beyond at IGN.com with a question about the Vita. 
Okay. I've been trying to get a straight answer to this question about the Vita for a week now, and I keep getting told stuff different every time. My question is, if I purchase the PlayStation Vita Wi-Fi slash 3G model, will I be required from day one to sign up for a 3G plan? I ask because I'm uncertain if I even want the 3G, if I want the 3G down the road, or if I'm interested in it now. Basically, I'd like to have the option to sign up for sign up for and utilize 3G if I decided I'd like it like six months down the road. Blah blah. The short answer, Rob, on why you answer me questions is that we don't know. We don't know for sure. There, it's all rumor and conjecture right now because the system isn't coming out here right now, so they're focusing on Japanese release. So a lot of Japanese details are being leaked and it's getting translated and it's coming from little blogs and little sites and you don't know how to separate the wheat from the chaff. In my opinion, you're going to be fine. You buy it, you're not, you won't, it's not you're going to turn it on and be like, hey, we're the 3G model, where's the, th- no 3G, you're not playing, and it won't work like that. Like, yeah. The whole point of having that is that you can turn off 3G and go on yeah. Wi-Fi. It's I, like an iPhone. I'm 100% positive that you will not have to uh, yeah. be connected to the 3G, because that means you won't be able to use it on a plane, that means you won't be able to use it in rural areas, that means you won't be, like, it's just, there's no way. So I, the, I have nothing to worry about. Can The Clement's prediction is that you are going to be able to do the pay for like a month uh, of, of, of service, or like a certain amount of service, and you just pay as you go. That was the Clement's prediction. Yeah, put there's, a, there's no, there's no, there's it. absolutely no doubt about that. So don't worry about it. There you go. Because right. otherwise, it. it would be the absolute first device like that you wouldn't be able to. You know, you can use it just in a city. I'm not really going to worry about that, man. Yeah, man. Do you remember that? What is? That was like a famous joke for between uh, our good old Clayman and Brudvig when they were watching. I think it was the Olympics, and in one of the like the sprint base, I, I, you know, the track and field. Yeah. There was this one uh, dude who was like so amazingly fast, Hussein Is Bolt it Hussein or Bolt? something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he I remember was, this. Yeah. He was this incredible runner, and like in one thing, he just blew past everyone and just started like celebrating before he even crossed the finish line. And like one of the reporters was like, "Now, do you think you could have recorded an even greater record time if you didn't start celebrating?" Celebrating before the end of the race, and he's like, "I'm not even going to worry about that, man." He was, like, was just like so happy, just, and we started quoting that anytime we fucked up something. So. That's great. That's, that's great. Uh, and by the way, that's not really what he sounds like. That was just me trying to do his voice, but. Okay, I don't yeah. think anybody's offended. Okay, uh, it would be great if he wrote in. <laughs> that would be awesome if he. I am going to worry beyond. about that, man. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, the Vita is going to be awesome, but it's still a long time away. Colin, if I wanted yes. to go to a storefront right now and knock on the door and say, "Hey, mom and pop, what games do you got? Where would I know what Bomb games pop. they had?" You go to the official IGN list of upcoming PlayStation software on all three platforms by the IGN editor. A lot of games this week. Nothing on PS2. I don't believe it. Uh, Invisible's Shadow Zone on PSP. Okay. Shadow Zone. Uh, and then on PS3, Battlefield 3. Okay. Sans Battlefield 1943. Uh, House of the Dead Overkill. 7-5 from Greg Miller. I'm sorry, Battlefield is a 9 from Peter. Disney Universe. I gave a 7. Puss in Boots. I don't even think we're going to review. Uh, Back to the Future. <laughs> well, we'll be talking about it, though. There's, there's a chance we'll be talking about yeah, it if that trophy's Yeah, yeah definitely. Out. i got to look at that. Uh, Back to the Future. Now, th- those are, that's the five PSN games bundled together with a platinum trophy. Yeah, for the first time ever. Uh, so that's a new trophy roster. Yeah, you, can friend, di- you, can, you can dibble, you can dibble dip, as they say. I think uh, they call it double dip, but dibble dip, dibble dip. Uh, dibble, dibble, dibble. The Curse Crusade, which is a co-op like gotcha. medieval game, and Just Dance Kids Two, which Just I didn't even know existed Dance until this morning. Just Dance Kids Two, gonna be okay. Boo, 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 boo. Just Dance Kids Two. <laughs> and that's it. All right, uh, Clements. Yeah. I just wanted to download all to my brain, my hard drive, and just, man, just get on that information superhighway. Right. Where, where, where would I go? What would I do? go is go to the PlayStation Network and download Festival of Blood. <laughs> Infamous Festival Infamous of Blood. Infamous Festival of Blood. Coals for, of Vampire. Hey, Coals of Vampire. Watch Help out. Stop. You can't 
play a good coal. I just found this out from Colin, unless you were wrong, but I, d- I doubt it. I'm not wrong. I have right. almost every trophy in the game. Oh, uh, I, I'm, I'm Greg Miller, and I have every trophy in the game. Ooh. And I assure you, you cannot play as good coal. But it makes sense. He's a vampire. It's a Halloween story. Yeah, interesting. Uh, what about all the people that you just the, don't you, want to see Cole as a villain? Yeah, I mean, that, that was one of the things I was actually disappointed. My review goes up for this later today. There are two things I was disappointed about, like majorly disappointed about. Well, that actually is, all right, there's three things. Lay it we'll, on we'll me, Let's just talk about it right now. All right, so actually there's four, there's five. You know, this game's I'm, a piece I'm basically, of shit. I'm basically disappointed with <laughs> these arguments. I, I, I mean, I, I, was up, I was up and up with Greg. I'm like, it's more infamous, which is great, because, like, infamous is fucking awesome. Right. Right. Infamous 2 is still, like, one of my game of the years, for sure. Um, so that's always nice. But... Yeah. This, the entire story is a little bit muddled and rushed, and I beat the story in 80 minutes, which is super disappointing to me. And even when I went around the city and collected all of the collectibles and found all Bloody Marys, like marks and stuff like that, I still only spent another like hour and a half with the game and I, and and like getting all the trophies and stuff. So like max, it's like a three hour experience. Is now, there a plat on that? No, there isn't. Yeah. Um, so you know, yeah, it's ten dollars and that's a good price and it's cool. It's more infamous and it's good to see Cole and Zeke again. And those are great characters and that's never going to change, obviously. But yeah, one of the things I was disappointed about was there was no choices. I think just like fundamentally giving people choices and 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 kind of taking another route would give the game inherent replay value, which was what Infamous was all about in the first place. And uh, and I was disappointed that the entire city is not available. Yeah, like yeah. you you start on like the the main borough and the other places are there and you can see them, but when you try to like fly over to them, you can't. You just like reset back and like so like it's like why did why are they even there? You know, like mm-hmm. and then that just begs the question: Why are we even in Numeray? And then that begs the question: Why didn't why didn't we just do something else? You know, so it's like to me, it's like I don't you know, it's good. It's a good. It's good, and it's gonna get a good score. But- Collins has to be critical of it. He, Colin's the critic on this one. You know what I mean? Like he has to look at it with the reviewer scope. As just a player, I had a great time with it. Like I loved it. I was totally. I don't share the complaints yet. Like I came in knowing that it was a fictional tale told by Zeke, which we know from previews. Not a spoiler. It happens as soon as you start the game, and it's one of those things where I'm totally okay with that. And like he's a vampire, so he has to be. And like when you say he's evil or whatever, he's not making evil karmatic choices. I mean, you have to drink people's blood to survive in the game. So that's why there's that evil thing. And like. If we're talking about why don't they make something on a different world or whatever, you know, a different uh, area of, you know, the war, you know, the United States or whatever, I just think it's that that would be a, a new Infamous. This is just DLC pretty much, you know, it's it's pretty much DLC for Infamous 2. It is a standalone game. You don't need to own Infamous 2 to do it. So I, I think it's just using what they have to put out new content that you can play and enjoy. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm... I'm- I liked it, you know, but I'm troubled that I didn't like it more because uh, I guess I just wanted something different, mm. you know. I, I think coming in, I didn't, I didn't have a real bar for it, like what I was expecting, and so like I really dug that Numeray was, it was Numeray, but it was like you know Numeray in a new light, like it had a new lens on it, you know. what I mean, there weren't enemies running around like usual. There was all these vampires thing. They have this, they've redone the city to be like for you know this, uh, uh, what do they call it, Pyre Festival, Festival Pyre Night, Pyre Night, and all this other stuff, and then the little bit of different coal mechanics. I, you know, the way they put the, you know, the carrot at the end of the stick on the up on the screen, you know, as far as, like, how many collectibles you need or what's going on here. I just had a fun... Like, that first night, I stayed up to 2.30 in the morning. I played for two hours, just flying around, getting stuff, breaking jars, you know, running through clues and stuff. I had a great time. Yeah, cool. I, I don't know. And I, and I think... Don't forget to... And don't overlook the fact that the, this... Uh, changes UGC fundamentally in the way you can now make cutscenes and put word bubbles in and actually tell a story, which actually interests me, even though I don't think I'm ever talented enough to do anything. Yeah, I mean, it, there's, it, like I said, like I, I, I like it. It's good. It's just, you know, it, it, I don't think it's, um, 
I don't think it's just like up to caliber with with what I would have expected out of an infamous game. Just fundamentally based on some design choices. Not that the game itself is bad. It still feels great. Like flying around as bats or whatever is like awesome. It's like you get yeah. to see the city in a whole unique way, and it's it's really cool. But and you know, obviously the new moves using the stake instead of the amp is cool. It's like really even more of an emphasis on on melee even than an infamous two, which I think is cool. And and va- kind of vanquishing vampires and stuff like that is cool. But yeah, again, like I just I, I guess I just want I. I when I saw it at Gamescom for the first time, we just saw the logo, basically. Yeah. Uh, what was in my mind was, like, a full-fledged expansion. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. And then it totally... Slow- and, and they kind of... I'm not going to say they made it seem like that was what it was going to be, but they didn't say anything, and I don't think they dispelled those, like, rumors and, like, speculation that that's what it was going to be. And it kind of whittled down into this three-hour experience. You know? Yeah. So, I don't know. Uh, Sam writes in on this topic. He purchased. Uh, he never played Infamous Two, but he bought Festival of Blood, and then he he beat it really quickly. I didn't expect such a short campaign for a standalone DLC pack, but I enjoyed what was there. I was wondering what you guys, what your guys' thoughts were on standalone DLC like Undead Nightmare and Festival of Blood. Do you think it is necessary or warranted in this day and age? Uh, Ryan, what do you think? Yeah. <sighs> That's a tough call, man. I'm I kind of have really mixed feelings and a lot of emotional turmoil about oh DLC in general because I'm I'm sort of. I don't know maybe it's just my obsessive nature, but and you know, but I, I kind of just like to think as the game is it's like this. I, I just get the game and that's it. It's it's there on my shelf. I can play it anytime. I don't have to worry about crazy shit and downloading stuff and playing extra here or mm. doing this here. But then on the other hand, then like if I get a game that I play all the way through and I, I fucking love it and I just want more of it and then something more comes out, that's cool. Yeah. So it's a it's a tough call. I I. I... I think I don't think they're I don't know what he means by necessary. I think they're really cool. Like I loved Undead Nightmare. I really liked Infamous Festival of Blood. I think it's cool to take. I mean, basically, you know what you're doing is just getting extra content way quicker than you get a sequel, right? Because they're just using the same map and they're tweaking assets. They're putting in new things here and there, blah blah blah. And so to see the characters I already know and love so much to have them come back and do something different and especially do something wonky like this. You know, I mean, that was Red Dead's big thing. Like you had you, it was a really se- serious game in a lot of ways. And then all of a sudden the Dead Rising and it was like this B movie. And I was like, oh, this is really cool. And Infamous in a similar way of just like oh well Zeke's just telling a goofy story and so all this crap's happening blah blah okay I will admit if the alternate universe sort of feel of these recent standalone DLC packs is absolutely fantastic because one of I'm going to give a really old school illusion you guys ready for this This, this neither of you will know what I'm talking about there is a famous point well I wouldn't say famous maybe infamous (laughs) Ah! in in Neon Genesis Evangelion which is one of my favorite anime of all time and it's fucking brilliant in every way possible uh, in one of the final episodes of the anime, the the original, uh, there's like a dream sequence where you get to see like an alternate universe of, of this really emotional, like really terrible, really heavy story. And then all of a sudden you get like this 10 minute clip of if, if it had just been like a romantic high school show uh-huh. for like, you know, a, a little bit and you get like, you know, this, this really cool, interesting look and you see these characters in a whole different way. I always loved that because yeah. it was like this peek into a, an imaginary world and, and, uh, and in that sense, I could see why these sorts of ideas, especially when they go a little create kooky, as you say. Mm-hmm. Also, who doesn't like vampires? Yeah, so vampires are great. Vampires are pretty cool, I got to say. I mean, I'm, I'm a little more of a zombie guy, but, uh, you know, I, I like vampires, too. I just handed Ryan my doodle of vampire coal. Oh, <laughs> It's pretty looks, good. He looks like a worm, also. No, he yeah. looks like a vampire well, coal. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Colin, if you saw this walking down the street, would that be vampire coal to you? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it looks like a, it's like a snake enemy or something. Like a generic snake enemy in an RPG. I'll embed it in the article. Check out IGN.com and Please look do. for the article. That's really right, good. Right. I like that a lot. Okay. One of your better drawings. Thank you. Oh, okay. 
Uh, so that was like 15 minutes of one DLC thing. What else came to that? All right, <laughs> anyway. Let's go back to the list. Uh, so we have Pixel Junk Side Scroller for $9.99. Uh, the latest Six five, mind you. Latest in the Pixel Junk series. Uh, even though Damon was uh, pretty, you know, a little disappointed at the length of this game, I'm still curious to check it out because I like the Pixel Junk games. Yeah, it's I, a Pixel Junk game. Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm interested. I, yeah, me too. I, I downloaded it last night and I want, I was gonna play it, but then I just wanted to play more Infamous. But yeah. it's one of those things I don't know, like. That's my whole problem. I just I reviewed uh, from last week. It was Ultra Beat Beat Hazard Ultra. Mm. Never keep that straight. And it was a similar thing of like just chasing high scores and stuff. And that's so not my scene. But I like those games, and I do like the, I like you know Pixel Junk Shooter one and two. But I fell out of them pretty quick too. So I don't know. I have nothing to say really. I'm just yeah. Talking. No, 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 talking. I want to hear it. Oh, it's a conversation. Someone punctured a balloon, and the balloon's just spraying in Colin's face. <laughs> That's messed uh, up. How about Zombie Apocalypse? Never Die Alone. Yeah, the that's sequel to Zombie available. Apocalypse Number One. Uh, Daytona USA, Daytona, the old Sega game. Let's yeah. go. The, yeah, these are all the these are the oldies. Then yeah, we got Worms Crazy Golf. That game looks kind of cool. I think. All right. Call of Duty Black Ops, the downloadable version, I guess, now available for, like the full version on the store, oh, okay. as well as Homefront, and yeah. as well as MX versus ATV Alive. Which little uh, IGN tidbit I reviewed, oddly enough. What'd you weird? give it? Uh, I forgot. Did you like it? It was okay. Okay. Uh, then there's a new Resistance 3 single-player demo. If you guys haven't checked that out yet, please do. Resistance 3 is a great game. Uh, let's see. And then I, I kind of didn't have time to highlight anything else. Uh, that's fine. A lot no, that's of, good. We, there's really nothing it. else. A lot of DLC. Uh, there's a Pad Upon World Map on mm. PSP for free now, so you got that going for you cool. if you want Pad Upon 3. It's a lot of uh, Ace Combat Assault Horizon uh, DLC. Of course there is, man. Um, yeah, the, the horizon never ends, they say. And then on the PSP side of things, there's a Carnivores bundle. Okay. It, there's no description, which I'm a little sad about. I kind of okay. wanted a description. I, I really should start picking out the best descriptions of the week. Okay. That's not bad. Anyway, go, go do your thing. I kind of want to look for a funny description. Colin, what's pick of the week? Homefront. Homefront is pick of the week. I don't think that's true. Um, I guess it's what? It's either Battlefield, if you're big into shooters, and multiplayer, and that's the big thing. If you want to play a real shooter, you play Homefront. Ooh. Well, that's what he says. That's well, how about that? What if you, you a, download Homefront and you play that single opinion. player, and you download Battlefield and you play that yeah, multiplayer? Yeah, I think that's a good. Yeah, All right, that's yeah. the pick of the week. Yeah. The Homefront Battlefield Three combo. Yeah, pack. don't spend a hundred dollars to get. To get. <laughs> uh, we have a voucher code for that. <laughs> the, the dual pack. The uh, Battlefield, yeah, from competing publishers. I, I e Y. Have you guys talked to Peter at all? Because how does uh, Battlefield run on PS3? We didn't. I didn't really know at all. Have you got up the same score as everything else? Oh really? Yeah, nine point across oh, okay. the boards. Excellent. So, yeah, no big deal. Cool. I'm going to play it soon. I want to just play the single player. I'm not going to play the online stuff. Really? Because that online stuff is apparently where it's at. Yeah, but I don't play online yeah, shooters. Yeah, it's not really. what it's not, it's not I don't got that kind of time. Yeah. yeah, you want to you walk through? Hi, how you doing? In your, or this weekend, you broke down your quest on what you were going to get done this week. How's that working yeah, out? That, so I, I'm a little more than halfway through Uncharted now. Um, so Pretty much it. Exactly where you were a weekend ago. Yeah. When you're like, I'm gonna beat it. I'm gonna beat Uncharted, and I'm gonna beat on Crushing, and I'm gonna Platinum it, and then I'm also gonna beat Disney Universe. Then I'm gonna beat Batman, and then we get Skyrim maybe by the weekend. I'm gonna play Skyrim this weekend. It's like, what the hell? What world are you living in? You got 40 hours a day. Or <laughs> too busy watching space documentaries. Yeah, I'm late watching the night. space documentaries. Well, I also live in a fucking fantasy world. So. <laughs> uh, so uh, La La Land. Is I like to La talk La to Clements about all the time. I love La La Land. Uh, yeah, so uh, I beat Disney Universe, which is, by the way, a good game for, you know, I, I think uh, young gamers will like it. Um, and I'm almost to the platinum on that, but I'm not going to get to it anytime soon. Uh, so, yeah, we have Uncharted Retail now, so I just got to transfer my save to the cloud for my debug, and then I'll start playing that. 
is tonight. Oh, sorry. Is there a time limit on that? Uh, like that you can only upload 20 uh, or download no, once every not. 24 hours? There's no. not. I have no idea because I haven't used the cloud with Uncharted yet. I, d- I have many times so far. And no, nothing. Right, excellent. That, that's a rare thing. And I don't know why some Crisis. publisher developers do that. And Man, I just don't that, get that, it. That ground my gears when, it, when I was reviewing Crisis. Yeah, yeah. Goodness. Ooh. By the way, I love, man, I love, I, I don't know what I was doing before the cloud. The cloud makes it so much easier to play games on multiple systems. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, right. yeah. It yeah well, for it, us, it makes it's our like super jobs useful. easier. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know how useful it is to the no, the general PlayStation Plus member, but for us, it's awesome because well, we, we go between so many systems. You can upload debug saves, you can download, uh, you know, it's all there. When you got, when you, well, say when, like, you know, Joe Danger has got, you know, yes, I'm using, like, the name I'm of not, the game I, as the as a dude. Oh, no, okay. that dude. was confusing. Okay. Say, say, uh, say Mary Magdalene Pie. Say Alan Wake. Uh, Alan Wake. <laughs> say Nathan Drake is playing uh, Disgaea 3 for 400 hours. Uh-huh. Like, he's one of the badass, like, just loves his Disgaea. Mr. Disgaea. That's what they he call would Drake. Not, he would not want that system to, to crash, as systems do, true, and the hard true, drive true, true. gets corrupted, and there's 300 hours of your time gone. Or is it lo- as lo- you have an easy backup method. Now, yes, you can always just pull that save off onto a, on a flash drive. Uh, and yes, Sometimes. I, I know that I also just used Mary Magdalene as a uh, as a reference. Well, I threw pie on there. <laughs> you, you, you tried to get you, you tried to scoot around. You're like, oh wait, that's a religious figure. I'll yeah. add pie. <laughs> See, it's really Mary Pie in her middle name. Is so, right? so, so Jesus Magdalene Christ, pie. <laughs> pie was playing Resistance uh, Two. Uh, I a, wanted to use a, uh, the the first name Mary, and then I mean, obviously, the most famous Mary just came into my head first. So it's, Apo- it, apologies. It's interesting not. the world we living with all these digital saves and whatnot because this this sounds like a typical greg miller joke i'm leaning into i'm not uh this this last week was the 10th anniversary of gta 3 so uh i did an easter egg feature (laughs) so i was like oh i need to go capture a bunch of stuff and like i don't want to start the game i i forgot that i I didn't really forget but i i have my old ps2 memory card uploaded digitally to my ps3 so i was able to bring over my 10 year old save and like just pick up where i left off 10 years ago in my missouri dorm room so that's impressive. Nice. Sorry, I'm still laughing at yeah. Mary Magdalene. Mary Magdalene Pie. Let's say your name's Adolf Hitler Pie. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you, like, you, get, you get to the Hitler part and people are offended, like Pie. All right, good. Yeah, as no, long as it's not uh, Adolf pie, Hitler. When you guys, Adolf when you, Pie, I don't mind. When you add Pie to something, I mean, it makes it better. <laughs> oh my God, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, let's do some topic of the week. Mussolini Pie. Yeah. Topic of the week is not going to be spoilery. So do not panic about spoilers. Okay. The topic of the week is that I gave Uncharted 3 a 10. I guess that's a spoiler if you weren't going to read the review, but well, that's kind of silly. Ten but I didn't put any spoilers oh, into the review, bro. and I didn't put any spoilers into the discussion. A lot of people wanted to write in and talk about that, and we're up a conversational podcast. We did it. Colin, you're halfway through the game. Mm-hmm. Does my review score sound off to you? Not so far, no. Okay, no. good. No. Clements, you just got a retail copy. Yeah, you, sorry. You've been, no, you've been lost in. Yet. I want to. I want to let people know you've been lost in Ratchet and Clank World, and then you had your your uh, K-pops, and you had a whole bunch of stuff going. It's it's that time of year where there's not a lot of time to play games you're not assigned. That's why it's easy to make fun of me for not sticking to my schedule. Well, no, it's easy to make fun of you because you said the schedule, and I immediately laughed in your face. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "There's no way you're gonna play." And like, no, you're not gonna play Batman until February. All right, we'll see. Yeah, we will. Uh, can I do a quick thank you to everyone that showed up to my little sure. mini meet and greet? Yeah. In New York City, it was amazing, and uh, I really enjoyed hanging out with all the uh, all those guys that showed up, including some people that you guys met uh, just the weekend before at Comic Con. Yeah, yeah, a lot of a lot of people came back on. So uh, it was it was really cool. We were we did in Koreatown at this like really rad little bar. It turned it out the bar turned out being an epic win. I'm glad I picked that one. Epic win. Uh, and uh, we had a great time, and the concert was unbelievable. Really enjoyed myself. So uh, thank you guys. Christopher Peterson writes in yes. about Uncharted 3, the review. 
says, just picked up a PS3 and I was wondering if I should play through the entire Uncharted franchise or start with Uncharted 3, colon, Greg's perfect score. Thanks for the advice and last Beyond. Beyond. Yeah. Uh, I mean, my advice would be, no, totally start from scratch. Because, like, one of the things, and I, I put this in the review, you know, one of the reasons I think the game resonates so well and I think is so powerful is because of the we know those characters so long. I put in there that, you know, this is what Naughty Dog's been building to since Uncharted 1. Like, they've given you these characters, you've seen them grow, and now, you know, there's that's why decisions matter and what happens in the game, you know, counts. So I'd say play from the beginning. Plus, if you went out of order, then you're going to get to Uncharted 1 and be like, well, this doesn't look as good. What the hell? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I would start, yeah, for, for many reasons, start with Drake's Fortune. They're all great games. I mean, they're all, I think they get better and better. Totally. Um, yeah, you won't appreciate, especially Drake's Deception story and what it's trying to show you, especially in the beginning, unless you have played the other two games. It just won't resonate with you at all. Here's a, a quick uh, question from a reader named Clements. Uh, <laughs> what, what about people like me or Clements, this reader, that don't really remember all the like minute details of 1 and 2 because it's been a little... Why are you laughing That's at me? an easy answer, reader Clements. Thank you for writing in. Uh, uh, remember, you can reach us anytime at Beyond the Digest. I did. I wrote in. I mean, he wrote in. Uh, you can... The easiest way is Google Uncharted in 5 Minutes. We have a video feature up that runs you through the Uncharted 1 and 2 in 5 Minutes, telling you all the major plot points you would need to know. But I mean, again... Coming into this, the major plot points you need to know is, uh, I'm sorry, are who these characters are, right? Like, I mean, you just need to know who Drake is, who Sully is, who Chloe, yeah. who Chloe is, who Elena is, all these people that you've see, seen in the trailers. Yeah. I know. I See, I like, I mean, obviously, like, uh, Rita Ryan Clements uh, played through both those games yeah. pr pretty thoroughly and loved them. Uh, but it's just sort of, I, I sometimes forget, like, you know, what were they looking for? And was it, yeah, that, you know, that, that, that it, part doesn't count. That doesn't, they're never, they're get, never, there's never a reference like, Nate, grab powers? my hand. This is just like in the first time in Borneo. <laughs> <laughs> the first time in Borneo. Do you remember how you beat that guy in the boat and beat him like that? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> is there blue sap somewhere? What, what, what time is it, by the way? It it's is 10 14. Mm -hmm. But we got an email saying that was not possible. So, or the uh, response. So we're no, we have no time constraint. Oh, but you, you have to get out of here. I have to go, yeah. When do you have to go? I'm going to leave now. All right. Colin, Bye, Colin Moriarty, everybody. Colin, take care. Woo! Thank you. Beyond. Beyond. Oh, nah, if, we get a, if we get... No, you're gone. You've been clapped off. If we get medieval moves, can you bring it home? No, I can't. And a move. God damn it. Thank you. Do you have you. debug at home? Uh, oh, it's going to be debug? I don't know. Just well, play yeah, it, it is at home, yes. All right. All right. All right Bye, Colin. And then there were two, Ryan. Yeah. Uh <laughs> What's up, buddy? Flyboy2054 writes in. 5-7, actually. Flyboy2057 writes in. Hey, guys, Beyond. Yeah. So yesterday I saw Greg's review of Uncharted 3, and I can tell you I almost jumped out of my desk in class when I saw that perfect score from the IGN app. Remember, 10s aren't perfect. But, I mean, it's, it's you know, 10 out of 10. You can't get any better than that. Right. But we're not saying the game's perfect. Right. Uh, however, later I noticed that overall, most other gaming sites and magazines had given Uncharted 3 lower scores than a 10. Or even a 9-5. Mm. With several scores even lower than that for Uncharted 2. With several scores even lower than that of Uncharted 2. How do you, Greg, justify your unusually high score when so many other sites think Uncharted 3 isn't even up to par with Uncharted 2? Uh, he says some other stuff, and this is beyond. And he, he admits that he wrote a wall of text. I don't know. If you know you're writing a wall of text, why don't you yeah. simplify it, guys? A couple why, sentences. Uh, I mean, why did you let uh, the massive check that Sony left on exactly. your door? Like, it was one of those big joke checks. <laughs> The publisher's uh, clearing house. Yeah, the publisher's clearing house. Like the, the the cop, the review disc is just in the center of the check. Like there you go. 
Uh, that didn't happen. Yeah. Uh, the how do I justify myself, Flyboy? Is that I don't. I don't have to justify myself to any other site out there. Uh, and you're talking about like why? How do I? You know, how do I feel about other sites? I knew that other sites weren't going to give it a perfect score. You know what I mean? Like I did. Uh, Giant Bomb did. Brad did. Uh, a couple other sites out there did. And that magazines are as well. But that's not the point. There are people who I think I heard. I heard I, this is all secondhand. So I won't even mention that. I heard that some outlet gave it a six five. Somebody gave it a six five. And then I know that. Uh, Eurogamer, I want to say, gave it an 8.5 and somewhere in there, you know what I mean? And, you know, how do I justify my... I think the Eurogamer score was an 8, and it was was supposed to be still really good. Oh, yeah, Uh, well, I mean, an 8 is still a really good score. Let's not get crazy here, everybody. Uh, How do I justify my score against theirs? Again, I don't. Uh, How do I come to my score? You can read my review. Like, my review talks about why I think this game is a 10, why I think it's my favorite game of all time now. Like, I think it just hits on so many points. And, like, I mean, for me... Like you're, uh, here, I mean, this is basically the easiest way, the litmus test to see if you fall into the Greg Miller camp is that I was let down by Uncharted 2. I, went, I, was, I reviewed Uncharted 1 and was a big fan. We got Uncharted 2. Roper was reviewing it. So I took a copy home for a weekend. And I came back on Monday. He's like, what did you think? I'm like, dude, I was disappointed. And he's like, what? And I'm like, don't get me wrong. Beautiful. Awesome play. Funny. Great characters. Yada, yada. But for me, that story was beat for beat the first game. You know what I mean? Like I was playing it. And I'm like, oh, this guy, one, he's going to betray me. No, there it is. All right. And then like, oh, this. Where's the supernatural? Tw- oh, there's supernatural. Tw- like, you know what I mean? Like, I knew what was coming around the next corner. It felt like Uncharted One was awesome, but there was like you know little things here and that didn't work. So let's kink those out and put this out in the basically the exact same format. And for me, Uncharted Three tells a different story. It goes in different directions. It uh, it's unexpected. That's what I put in the review, right? Yep. And that's why I don't spoil the game for it, and I won't ever spoil it until we do spoiler cast. Yeah. For me, which it, I need to beat that game for. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> it's one of those things that it just throws curveballs into what you expect it, it knows what you're expecting and it makes jokes about it it then does something different you think it's doing like i don't you know what i mean like it's a game that is beautiful and touching and fun to play and you know really engage like it was like pretty clear when i started playing that game i was like this is why i play video games like this is the experience i want when i sit down on my couch to play a game and just be lost in the moment playing it loving it and having a great time and like that's how i justify the 10 and you know, like I said, if you don't fall into camp with that, I'm totally fine with that, and I ho- hope you like the game. And you know, but I mean, I'm not going to sit here and uh, you know cry or worry about what people you know think, because obviously I'm hated for everything I ever post on the internet. That's not true. And well, it's true, Ryan. Well said. They hate me. They do not. Uh, let's see. We got some other good ones here. Oh, Andrew needs me to settle something for him and his friend. Yeah. During a rousing debate over the quality of IGN reviews and other articles, the opposing side asked how Greg Miller could possibly have played Uncharted 3 and not have any trophies for it. <laughs> He's such a trophy horror, so how is this possible? Clearly, Greg has not played the game. And then he puts it in front of the, I'm suspecting it was a debug unit, but my friend refuses to believe that this could be the case. Beyond Andrew. Beyond. Andrew, you're 100% right. I played it on a debug unit. And for, this is something you don't see often. I was embargoed on sinking my trophies. Yeah. Everybody knows we have a workaround so we can get our debug trophies online. I was embargoed until the day of review, which would have been this past Monday to put them online. And then, for anybody out there who doesn't have a debug and doesn't use this workaround, it takes so long to sync debug trophies because the because the system knows something's not right and it's running through games that like I have uh, I have Assassin's Creed Revelations I've been playing I've earned trophies in that but those trophies haven't sunk with the servers yet so the debug starts pinging the retail servers and the retail servers start going oh, I don't recognize this game hold on let me look for it and it's like and it's going through like every game so it's like I think I did it last night after beating. Uh, I did it stupidly last night after beating Infamous. I'm like, all right, now I'm going to sink my Uncharted trophies because I didn't have any time throughout the rest of the week. And I'm like, when I'm done with that, I'll play some pixel junk. And like 45 minutes later, I'm like, I'm going to bed. Like, <laughs> I Do you just leave it? No, 45 minutes it completed, but it was okay, like right. 12, point, 15 at this point. I'm like, yeah. I'm not playing pixel junk now, obviously. And I was like, man, and this is how bad it is. I'm like, 
I should have brought home a second power plug for that because then I could I could have plugged my retail in and played while that all downloaded. But. Yeah. So that's why. Uh, don't worry. I, I assure you. You can check now. You can go check my uh, profile. Game over, Greggy on PSN. My Uncharted trophies are up there. I will begin working through my uh, platinum pace this weekend. Is my plan. Gonna gonna get that plat. Oh yeah. The treasures are what's gonna get you though, right? Like I need Sam. Sam uh, Claiborne is working on the IGN guide. I will need that because like some of them are hidden so well. It's just like uh, yeah. I don't want to. I don't know what I'll do. But hopefully by the time I get through crushing and I get all the weapon kills, mm-hmm. then I can double back and do it. Yeah. Yeah. And you'll know the you'll know the game well then at that point. Exactly, I'll know. It you very probably well. already know it pretty well. No, I'll know it biblically. 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 Uh, like Mary Magdalene Pie. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Uh, Adam Enelway writes in. He says, uh, first off, excellent Uncharted Three review by Greg. But I had a question: How come Greg reviewed Uncharted Three but not Infamous Two? While we know that he's a fan of both franchises, wasn't the fear of giving a biased review or having it looked that way the reason behind Greg not giving? Uh, I'm sorry, not reviewing Infamous Two and Colin reviewing Infamous Two, mm-hmm. or is it some issue like conflicting schedules or something? Mm-hmm. Good question. Uh, yeah, if everybody remembers, I sequestered myself from doing the Infamous review, uh, Infamous Two review, even though I had reviewed Infamous One. And the reason behind that was I wrote a piece about it uh, called "Playing Through the Pain." If you ever want to find it on Google playing through the pain IGN and talking about how infamous got me through a rough period of my life and I totally I'm not a fan of infamous like I'm a super fan of infamous you know what I mean like I'm not like I have all those posters in my house and I have like the background my character on my PSN avatar is Zeke you know what I mean like I have I am like in love with the infamous franchise and while I think I I, I would have given infamous the same score Colin did and I think that you know, I think anybody who listens to podcasts knows if they think that they can trust us on reviews. You know, what you I mean? can you you would still be able to point out. You would still be able to like step away from that for like an isolated period of time to do a critical evaluation exactly. of it. it but, but but it we did be harder for you. I think but, yeah, exactly. And knowing that, I mean, like remember for Infamous, there was that whole thing of like when they showed that Game Informer cover with the new design and I like lost my mind and like I broke down things and we had a podcast where I was ranting about it and they literally changed it pretty much because Colin, because I was freaking out and Colin was like, calm down, Greg. It's blah, blah, blah. And like, I, we, you know, we had this like thing. Uncharted has never been that way. Uncharted, I'm a fan of, like I'm a fan of Paranormal Activity. You know what I mean? Like, and I, and Paranormal Activity sucks, by the way. Three sucks. Three uh, is yeah, so yeah. bad. You got to talk I mean, about that one, by the I, way, later. But I'm, I'm a fan of the series, but like I'm, you know, Uncharted 2 I had problems with and I talk about it openly and blah, 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 blah. I've never, and I've never you know put up uncharted posters in my house and commissioned uncharted artwork and you know gotten for my birthday gotten uncharted uh copies of the game signed by the you know the people who made the game so it's just one of those things where we want to make sure that yeah we're objective and that we're giving you the best thing uh obviously if you look around the internet like and i I want to put put out a big thank you to everyone who tweeted at me or commented on the review or my ig and while complimenting the review telling me you know that they liked it and yada 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 that means the world to me. But if you look around the internet, there's plenty of people who are, oh, I can't believe IGN let that un- that biased asshole review Uncharted 3. It's like, you know, I, I me, me, Colin, and Ryan are the PlayStation experts of IGN. That's that's our role here. You know what I mean? And sometimes I think that gets swung into by people who want to put us down because everybody wants to put down IGN because, you know, we're number one and we're the biggest. That, you know, oh, we're fanboys. You know what I mean? Like, I think if you listen, I mean, I just shit all over move this podcast. You know what I mean? Like, we're very open about our opinions. And, you know, yeah, we like playing PlayStation games. And Colin and I will play Madagascar or Penguins for trophies, which I'm thinking about doing soon. To- what was that? What was the doctor or something with Penguins in it? It was, was uh, that the it? Penguins of 
Madagascar, Dr. Blowhole returns again. That was that. Dr. Blowhole returns, returns again. again. <laughs> he had already returned once, and now he was back again. But oh, that's the gist, gist of it. Like, you know, Infamous, I wanted to make sure you had the right uh, score. I wanted to make sure that everybody could trust that thing. Same with Resistance. Like, that's why Colin didn't review Resistance. And Uncharted is one of those things where I didn't even review Uncharted 2. You know what I mean? Like, I, I had done the first one, and um, I was back in the franchise. Yeah. So, And hey, I think here I'm one of the people who knows the best. Yeah. I do uh, I do want to ask real quick. Do we need to get out of here by 1030 then? No, that means he, I got told that he, that couldn't wait. Okay. We were trying okay. to make a meeting at 10:30, ladies and gentlemen, but it could not wait. Okay, good. No time um, limits. Oh, dude! By the way, oh, yeah. I am so excited for lunch today. I got some plans. Do you? I'm gonna go walk down to that deli. Which that gonna, deli you like? Yeah, the, the one that I like that everybody else hates for yeah. some reason. And I'm gonna get a sandwich, but I'm gonna put cucumber on it. Ah, like because I had cucumber on it recently. Yeah. Oh my Blew god! Your mind? It just it gives you that little nice crisp watery mm, crunch. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. I, I like eating cucumbers to eat them. I You dip them into hummus? No. Have you ever tried that? No, I have, but do you I, like I hummus? Don't, on a daily basis, not, I don't. Not a fan, I do though. like hummus. Okay, if I right. give me some peanuts on hummus, I'll get on that. There you go. Two, two more Uncharted questions. Okay. Topic of the week. Let's do it. Charlie Gadsden writes in, at what point did you know you were going to give Uncharted 3 a 10? Meaning, did you ever question yourself, have to ask fellow editors about it, flip a coin between 9, 5, and 10, or just tell yourself, this is a 10 out of 10 masterpiece, no doubt? He knew when the check showed up at his door. <laughs> <laughs> Portillo. And they just had a little big bag of dog the, treats for Portillo. Yeah, a little bag of dog treats. Oh, it was amazing. Some and there was an actual trophy for Colin. Elena no, was, Fisher was there. Elena Fisher was there. <laughs> Emily Rose. No, was no, there. they they really made Elena Fisher to come hang out with me. Very nice. Uh, oh, they, no. They, oh, you actually meant the character. Yeah, yeah. Wow. It, uh, that's a it's a mouthful, Charlie. Because uh, it obviously that's not a decision that would be light to come to. Obviously, I know what that means, and I know when we talk about tens we've given away in the past, like Colin's talking about. He when when GTA Four comes up, Colin immediately defends the ten point because so many people are contentious about it. You know what I mean? Same thing with Metal Gear and stuff along those lines. So it was something that. Basically, I played it. Uh, I played Batman and beat Batman. And like, if you read my Batman review, I, I beat Batman. I'm not sure what I want to give it. And so for Batman, I was wavering around on what I thought it was. And then Uncharted came, and I beat Uncharted. And I was like, well, this is for me, you know, in my opinion, way ahead of Batman. And so then it was trying to balance all that out. So, you know, I thought Batman was better than Arkham Asylum, which I gave a nine three back when we had a hundred point scale. So I'm like, well, I'm going, I'm going nine five for Batman. And then it's like, well, this is better than that. And it was like. But is it better enough that I can just justify in the text them both getting nine fives, but uh, you know Batman being better? And what was probably the biggest? I mean, uh, it, I thought it was a really awesome how this how this review came together because I beat it and then started passing the builds around. But like I say in my review, my best my favorite parts are the unexpected parts. So we'd pass builds around the office, and I wouldn't talk to anybody about what they were getting into, what I thought of it. Nobody had a really good idea of what I was gonna uh, what I what I thought about the game. And so Jack went home and Jack beat Jack played through it. And then had to go to a friend's house and liked it so much that he packed up the debug and the game and drove to the friend's house and put it down and beat like the last 45 minutes in front of his friend. And he's like, do I ever do this in front of you? Do I ever come to your house to hang out and bring a system? And like Anthony played a bunch of it. Sam played a bunch of it. And all these people would come back and be like, dude, this game is amazing. Like it's doing this better than anything and that better than the other thing. And so... Talking to them, I, I started getting in having a long conversation with uh, Colin and Mike Mitchell one night at home. I, it was clear that I was pushing that that sphere of what might actually happen. I was like, okay, pushing well, the sphere. I like that. I happen, like that right? imagery. I don't know what yeah, it means. Yeah. And so basically, I I wrote a VO for it. I, and when I did, because like usually I try not to score a game until we've written the review or the VO, so Correct. you actually put something on paper and know what you think. Yes. And so I put down the VO, and like at the end of the VO, I say, you know, this is the new gold standard for gaming, regardless of platform. It's like, well, that's pretty much ten. <laughs> There's not. And so I wrote that right before a meeting, and uh, I recorded it, and we recorded alternate lines in case I wanted to back out of it and do a nine five. 
And then I went to the meeting with all of editorial and then we finished, it was just a postmortem, but talking about what we'd done for the week and how we could be better writers and stuff. And so we ended and I asked for 10 minutes and I got up and told them I was going to give it a 10 or I wanted to give it a 10, explained to them why without explaining the game, answered questions. Uh, Sam was there. He talked about it. Other people, Anthony was there and like, it was basically like just agreed upon that I presented the case well enough. And so that was the end of that. And there you go. And so we did it. Yeah. And I have total faith in it. I'm, I'm expecting to play it this weekend and just have my mind blown through and my th- face. And see, this is something that I was talking with Casey about that sucks about the Uncharted 3 thing, right? Is that we, everybody who, coming in, everybody knew Uncharted 3 is going to be great, right? Like, mm-hmm. there's even, like, there's no doubt that when you're like, oh, what, how could they, unless they really fucked it up, right? Beyond belief. Beyond. Beyond. But Naughty I feel dog. like... Naughty Dog doesn't fuck shit exactly. up. Exactly. I feel the problem is now... Because, like, even when I got it, I was like, oh, it's going to be great. I, I, I don't know if it would ever be a 10, you know what I mean? And now I think that there's this preset notion. People th- know that I think it's a 10, and other sites think it's perfect, or whatever, blah, 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 five stars. I think now people are going to get it, and I wonder if people are going to be more critical of it. You're going to get it and be like, how is this a 10? He's, he's, look at this. I missed this jump and killed myself, and this mm-hmm. is stupid. And, oh, my God, there's this room where people flood out and kill me over and over again. This is, you know I mean? Like, I wonder how that's going to balance it. Because that, mm-hmm. that's the aftermath of it, right? Is like everybody who played it and signed off on my score played it in that cocoon of not knowing what other people thought. And now you know what people think, and now you're going to be like, well, I mean, what does a 10 play like? What does a 10 feel yeah, like? Yeah, yeah. I, I think, keep in mind, though, that that, that can, that argument of, like, your sort of, your scores in people's heads and it can influence can go in either direction. Mm-hmm. I think it balances out. Because in one sense, someone might be like, this isn't a 10, this is a disappointing, and the other, uh, this is disappointing. And then in the other sense, someone might say, this is a 10, oh, I can totally see why, because yeah, I can yeah, see yeah. this, this, and this. And, and I think that that just kind of balances out, and it's, and ultimately, everyone has their own opinions regardless of, yeah. you know. I mean, untr- I mean, like, Uncharted, and I'm not talking about graphics, I'm talking about Uncharted 3, period, is beautiful. Like, it's one of those games that's like, like I, don't even know how to, I, don't, I don't know if I have the words to put it in. Like, it's, to me personally, like, it's just such a monument for what the industry is and what it can do. So, I think, I think regard, if you play the game and you're like, this isn't a 10, this is a 9, five, whatever, fine. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, you're, you want to sign off on a 9.5, that's fine, but like, yeah. I'm totally blown away by how great that game is. I'm excited too because after after meeting uh, David and Kurt, uh, what was it a week ago? Yeah, was it only a week here, ago? I know. Yeah, wow. it seems so, it seems so long ago, right? Um, it was that concert, man. It just <laughs> blew my clock. Uh, seeing them and, and speaking to them in person, and then just and they are a very very small sampling of oh, the yeah. incredible talent that they have at that studio. It just it totally makes sense now. You know, they're, they're that the, the the dogs are just the most. I mean, they're some of the industry's best. Totally. You know, I when I, when I think of like who who in the industry are just sort of sort of sublime in their in their knowledge and their ability to make products, it's uh, it's Naughty Dog, uh, Blizzard, and Valve. Yeah. I think those guys, and I mean, you can make arguments about how Valve maybe doesn't know the business side as well because they. Uh, just take about like fifteen years to make a game. Yeah, I mean, they can. They're, they're, they, they, they were they smart can. enough to make a system, you know, that supports them regardless exactly, of what exactly. games they're making. So I shouldn't say that, but I should say. I know that, what you mean. You I know, know what you mean. They, yeah. it, it, they're definitely the ones who. And this sounds like a dick thing to say, but I mean, they don't. Like, whereas the like, you know, like, 
fans have been wanting in the next ep- you know half life forever right and it's yep. like and it's still... here's left for dead and then you go back to the team what do you guys want to make next and they go left for dead too you know what i mean like <laughs> i know i know and 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 but i but at the same time then you look at the actual quality of the games oh, yeah. that Portal's they make so but awesome i'm not even that big of a veil fan i'm actually more of a naughty dog and a a, a, a blizzard fan and actually to an extent uh, insomniac as well i kind of have like a just an, affi- yeah. uh, an affinity with insomniac so they just they just show me it's just so it's so fun and it's so great to see like this the the passion is just bleeding off of those people yeah uh, and it's and it's just amazing I mean the the amount that they sacrifice to 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 make that pro- those products you know yeah and, like, and that's, crunch time for them was like how long I mean they were saying they, they were, were crunching for a long ass yeah, time yeah, we're like, get, yeah working every day or whatever I blah, know blah, blah. unbelievable yeah and, and that's the thing I it sucks you don't get to talk to them about that on a normal you know a normal person normal player doesn't see that and you get to have go out to lunch with them and have stories it's about how you know how what what they do and mm-hmm. not seeing their girlfriend and all this other stuff and like yeah. you know usually it's just in the credits that like I, don't, I always find it interesting it's a trend now you know uh when like dead space or whatever whenever something finishes dead space babies like all the babies that have been born during and it's like this giant list and you kind of forget oh man it's been going on for years you know what i mean like and that's and that's one of the can i make a quick personal note here please do that's one of the reasons why i now i'm i wasn't always this way and i've and i think that in my early career at ign and as a video game journalist i made some mistakes which i think we all do but i nowadays even if i'm going to absolutely just destroy a game i will never call out uh, specific people i will never insult the developer i will only i will be very specific about the product as mm-hmm, opposed mm-hmm, to the people mm-hmm. yeah because i think that i mean when i see the the number of people and the amount of sacrifices they make and like just the the I, it's funny that i'm saying the humanity of it no not i get to, you mean not yeah, to be yeah, overly yeah. dramatic but it's it's totally true the video games are a pro are a product of raw human Im, you know input yeah and it's it's astounding to me and that's why it's I, always I try fun and it's be, always interesting comparison right that you figure we bitch and moan about commenters and how stupid they are and how mean they are and yada 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 and that but our thing is that the next day in an hour from that article going up we put up another article and maybe that article gets a better reception and that's where we get comments that are like supportive these guys yeah work for three years on a game and like yeah it gets panned or whatever right and then they're back into another they're back in a black hole you know what i mean like it is hard. It's 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 a tough, and I can only imagine. I mean, imagine if we spent three years of our lives writing one article, yeah, and then it comes out, and people are just like, you know, these guys fuck suck. You, fuck you. And oh, I mean, like, I mean, that would be so disheartening. And I think that. Uh, you know, that's why I give props even to the people that kind of have to bite the bullet and maybe they're just starting out in their careers and they, yeah, made, yeah, bad, right. they made a bad game. Yes, I have to say that it's a bad game because that's my job, but I will not insult you for working on the bad game because, you know, you never know that those people might like be fresh out of school and they're just get, they're getting their legs. And, and Everybody yeah, starts somewhere. At some you know? point, you know that it's my, not going well. Yeah, you know, like you have to finish the yeah, job. What do you do? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I mean, some of my early reviews, like I would, as a, I, I, you know, I don't want to call writers artists but they sort of are and so an your so creator any, right? any I mean, creator yeah. any writer like i look back at some of my early stuff at ign i hate it i don't even want to think about like yeah, that yeah. it's there and you know and it's it's sad but i, I mean that's just how it is everybody grows yeah, over time exactly you make mistakes and you move on and that's the thing people seem to forget about ign we, we make we're human beings and yeah. we're a bunch of we're a bunch of just normal people you mm-hmm. know what i mean people look at ign and they're like oh man IGN is a corporation. corporation. Yeah, yeah. No, we're like, actually just a, a team of dudes uh, and yeah, gals yeah. that and love we, video games. And we fuck up and we're sorry. We don't yeah. mean it. It's not like on purpose. Yeah. Final Uncharted question. And then final, I guess, re- real questions. Kind of ran into the reader mail. But they were all pretty much about Uncharted. Uh, this one comes from Harrison Tucker from Charleston, South Carolina. Beyond. Beyond. Fellow PlayStationers, 
Oh, uh, that's weird. Okay. He says, uh, Beyond fellow PlayStationers. Oh, Love the okay. show. But he put like four exclamations behind Beyond, so uh, it looked like its own sense. Okay. Anyways, Greg, I want Uncharted 3 to win Game of the Year. It would be amazing for this franchise to win twice and allow for the PlayStation to shine. But I'm worried about Skyrim. Uh, what do you personally feel about this? Mm. I know I have not played either, but my heart is just with Nathan all the way. Uh, for the record, we haven't played. I have not played Skyrim. Have you played Skyrim? Nope. I think only like once. Charles and uh, Charles, uh, uh, Colin. Colin. Yeah. Yep. Maybe and Anthony. Uh, also, uh, our new exec with Xbox, Stephen Case. Hopper. No, well, okay. Stephen Hopper. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. <laughs> no um, wrong. Yeah. Wrong executive. So. I've been making this prediction for a long time, before Uncharted 3 got to 10, before I played Uncharted 3 single player, and I'm going to stick with it. Again, Uncharted 3, I think, is my favorite game of all time. I, you know, that's one of those time will tell kind of situations, right? Like, I was very right. slow. I'm very, I've been, I still debate if Peace Walker is my favorite Metal Gear. But uh, I, I, I stand by this prediction. You can mark it, put a pin in this one. Put a pin in it. This is 112, right? This is episode? Two twelve. Two twelve. We, we didn't oh, just God. go back 100 episodes. I know that was two. I, all right, anyways, uh, I think Skyrim's going to win. And, the, and I think Skyrim will win Game of the Year. I, do, I have no idea if it'll get a 10. I have no idea what score it'll get. I remember that when we gave uh, we gave uh, Metal Gear and GTA a 10 in the same year, and the game that won Game of the Year was Fallout 3. So it's not like the 10 is what you need. That's not a. That's just we're saying you're the best at what you're doing in this category. In yes. this, you know, yes. I think Fallout's gonna win because you mean, uh, Skyrim will win. Skyrim's gonna win. Yeah, I'm not doing well in this prediction. Like, no problem. No problem. Somebody will boil it Someone down. Someone will get it. Someone will figure yeah, it out. Someone gets it. I think Skyrim's gonna win because everybody's gonna come back. We, what happens is we all go on break and then we come back from game and we vote on game of the year. Right. I think what's gonna happen is we're gonna come back from break and everybody's gonna be like, man, I loved Batman and I loved Uncharted and I didn't forget Portal, but I'm still playing Skyrim. I'm 175 hours in and I've got this, that, and the other, and blah blah. And I, that's why I'm gonna blah blah. And you, and you know what? To be totally honest, like you, you might very well like play Skyrim and then just say, "Oh yeah, you know, no, I'm not." I'm, please don't think that I'm sitting here going, "Uncharted is going to get cheated out of game." No, I'm gonna, I'm totally gonna play Skyrim. Like, yeah. it, and I'm, we're all really excited for Skyrim. I'm excited for Skyrim because I'm not a fantasy guy generally, right? And I, I didn't play Oblivion and uh, blah blah, and I, and I, you know, I, I can't get, I'm having trouble getting into Game of Thrones. But now that they're all together, I'm gonna watch them in one foul swoop, and that'll help. But. I like Bethesda so much. I liked Fallout so much. And my problem with New Vegas was I put it in, I was all excited for this, and I was like, oh, this is more Fallout. Like, this, is exactly, this feels exactly the same. So to have Fallout mechanics in a new world where you get to walk around and make this character and make all these choices, blah, 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 that's totally exciting to me, regardless of what genre it's based on. Like, I am excited for Skyrim, even though I play the cards sometimes on GameScoop or other things, whatever, you know what I mean, like fantasy. But that's, you know, obviously you're, I'm trying to boil down all right. my personality into two seconds of yes. a soundbite. Yeah. That's my, uh, that's my personality. Okay. Yeah, that's your personality. Um, yeah, I think. I mean, I think you, you pretty much. What do you, hit what it. you think? You think Skyrim winning game of the year? That's that's a tough call. I think you're very. That's very smart. Of I think that's a very good prediction. Yeah. Because the 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 tragedy of game of the year is that oftentimes we are strongly attached to what we most recently know. So mm -hmm. the people will most recently be playing Skyrim will probably will probably have that kind of so in their mind. What what had the biggest impact on me? What did I put the most time into? Yeah. Stuff like that. Now I what, do I am I excited for it? Actually, just after watching our own Charles Onyet's video preview, which you can see on IGN.com. Oh, I haven't watched that yet. I'll watch that. Um, it I, like I got I got pumped. Yeah. Like I I was li like fucking yes yeah, Skyrim <laughs> man dragons. Yeah! Oh yeah. And, That's and, what I want. And, Skyrim. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, I haven't thought about that one in a while. Good old David Clayman. Um, 
like even like the when he was his his video preview is very funny because apparently you can have like dragon shouts like yeah, you can channel you learn, your you learn that, channel yeah, you your learn energy through these shouts and and you can like shout out ice blasts and you're like freezing bears nice <laughs> that's nice. amazing yeah, yeah so I don't know that's really cool um and the great and what I was telling Charles about was that I t- for whatever reason missed oblivion like just no just completely past it yeah the last elder scrolls game i played was morrowind and i played that a lot yeah but so now it's been a long time since i've sort of been in that universe yeah. i feel like now is the right time to go back yeah looking forward to it so another interesting candidate to be watched when game of the year stuff come around uh dark souls it's, in, oh, it's yeah. interesting how much of a following dark souls has as terms of the in-office people and whatever else yeah absolutely and uh ratchet and clank all for one totally that'll be right there so now, calm lo- i like i like <laughs> I like Ratchet and Clank a lot. It's there's no chance it'll win. But uh, somebody tweet, somebody wrote in it. Uh, one of the many emails we get. Remember, I read all your questions, even if they don't make there. And then sometimes they make the page, they don't make there. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody wrote in about how he's like, you know, him and his thirty something year old friends got Just together. Saw that yeah, one. yeah, that was That's a great, great. That was a great story. Yeah, they all absolutely. got they got it and they sat there and played it like Though, nonstop. Okay, so for so the two dude um, X that just dude played it with X. his with his three friend or his yeah. two friends and had a blast. I am so happy that you had that experience, but for the love of God, if you've never played a Ratchet game, play Kraken Time. Mm-hmm. That is Kraken that's Time's all awesome. for that's all for one just for you, <laughs> and it's it's way it's way better. I mean, it's 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 like a huge step above, uh, and it came before. What do you know? What do you know? What do you know? Ryan, yeah, this has been Podcast Beyond, episode 212. Not 112, not 122. No. I've been right. trying to say 122 a lot because the numbers are all just jumbled up in there. No, yeah. Uh, remember, if you want to be part of the show in the future, ladies and gentlemen, be part of the number one PlayStation podcast on the internet. Email beyond at IGN.com. Uh, remember, you should be reading IGN.com every day. That's where our real job is. We're just lucky enough to come up here for a little bit over an hour and talk about games. Go to IGN.com, read articles, read Ryan's Final Fantasy uh, piece coming up, read mm-hmm. Colin's infamous review, come to the uh, podcast beyond article and look at my drawing of Vampire Cole. That's all I'm contributing to the site today, apparently. What wonderful. <laughs> And also, uh, did you did you say that you should tell your friends about uh, about us? No, if they but I'm getting already? there. Yeah, totally. Okay, tell your it. friends about us. Remember that you know the only way podcasts get to survive and thrive at IGN is if they have a nice leader uh, readership in our listenership. Yeah. We have a great one. We're you know we're definitely one of the premier podcasts on the site. But make sure if you have friends uh, who are into gaming, just tell them about it. You know, like that's how word of mouth how we yeah, spread. You would be surprised. I would I I politely ask all the you beyond listeners who are just the the coolest fans of all time. Uh, if you have a friend that plays games and you've never spoken to them about Beyond, just be like, "Hey, have you ever listened to podcast Beyond?" And you'll be surprised. A lot yeah. of a lot of gamers that I, I think would really I would love to have them in this community just totally. don't listen to the show, and yeah. they really should. Link because, them to two hundred. That was a great we're, episode. Uh, yeah, we're we're just a fun group of dudes. We're just, we're just a bunch of guys who want to have fun. Yeah. Uh, follow us on Twitter. IGN's IGN. Ryan is Plum Cider. Colin is no taxation. I am Game Over Greggy. I'm also Game Over Greggy on Facebook and every other social media thing mm-hmm. you could find. Ryan, yes, take me home. I have two quick announcements for you, Greg. The first is that M Dog wrote in. M Dog, and that, we haven't uh, promoted his stuff in a long time. What? We haven't promoted M Dog stuff in a long time. Didn't didn't we do it in the articles though? We do, but um, in case you don't go to the articles, which we'd really appreciate if you did. Yeah. Uh, one of our fans, M Dog, he at, he basically has a podcast beyond blog he runs on uh-huh. IGN where he at, you can ask off the air questions and then we write out answers, send them to him, and he yes. posts them the day of the uh, so, article. If you guys actually have a hard time getting answers read on the podcast for whatever reason, or if they're sort of off topic or off off color, send, uh, just find Podcast Beyond Fans on IG, on my IGN, run by MDog2438. Hope, um, any recent episode of Podcast Beyond should have a link we'll, to we Beyond link After to Dark or whatever it's yeah. called. 
Uh, so beyond after hours, which, I, which but I, also I like after dark. That's what GameScape used to be. There used to be a GameScape after dark. I still have to finish answering the questions for this week. Um, oh, okay. I have them. I've started them. Do it. You got it. Um, I gotta go. I will. I would like to say to M Dog. So he had a little contest where uh, whoever designs the blog header for the podcast Beyond fan page um, would just win a hit of the week. Now we have a winner of that. This dude though has a full friends list somehow. So I what? think this is just a case where if you want to uh, give a little Beyond call out to a fellow Beyond fan that also helped contribute to the fan base, uh-huh. send a little uh, PSN uh, Beyond to Jose Omatic. Okay. So it's J O S E O M A T I C. Omatic? Mm-hmm. Omatic? Oh, Jose Omatic. That probably Jose makes Omatic. Way more, that makes way more, more sense. sense. That does say more sense. <laughs> way more sense. Don't worry. You've, you've heard me butcher every name I've I, ever read well, on this show. Yeah, but you make it fun. I, that was just me being dumb. Well, yeah, I just admit the uh, So thank you, M Dog, once again for your continued support. Uh, go check out that page and send a beyond to Jose Omatic. And uh, last but not least, we do have a tradition of playing uh, our own community's music on Podcast Beyond. If you would like to join that tradition and send us a track or two to play at the end of the show, we will plug you. You can do that and we'll send it. Plug you all night long. Yeah, yeah, we will. We can s- just send those MP3s to beyond at IGN.com, which is the email address that you can send anything and everything, including photographs of yourself and your beautiful pets. Uh, I will gladly see those as well. Uh, beautiful girlfriends are prefer- preferred. Girlfriends are preferred, but I wanted to do something fun. I, uh, trust me, mine's pretty fun too. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, I was—I had the really just sublime privilege of uh, meeting two dudes from uh, New York City uh, that go by the stage names Verse and Access. I met them uh, too. Yeah, they're really—they're really nice guys. They are kind of like uh, kind of—I would like to say up-and-coming hip hop artists. They love hip hop. They do their own uh, music, and I'm going to play. So the CD that I was first given was Verse Essentials, uh, and it is off of his album Ingenious. Now, I was listening to some of this stuff earlier. Now, I'm, I'm all fine with it because I don't get offended by stuff. Yeah. Though, I mean, obviously this is like hip-hop and it's explicit hip-hop. So there's going to be some language in the following song that some might find offensive. So if you do are easily offended by hip-hop music that is not edited, and I'm sure you can guess what I am you know, referring to. He's going to say uh, bad words. He's going to say bad words, uh, which is fine with me. might not be fine for you. Just, you know, you can tune out now. Okay. But uh, that's, uh, that's about it. So I'm going to play a track off of Versus album, Ingenious, and I'll probably play a track off of Access's album next week cool. uh, just to, to do them well. And uh, I think that's about it, Greg. Break me off a beat! Yeah! Beyond! Beyond! You know what I'm saying? People talk about they don't know the old school. Some people talk about they don't know the new school, you know. But I know both of them very well, you know what I'm saying? On this track, I think I'm going to say what I'm going to say about it, you know. So get your ears in this, you know what I'm saying? Now check it out. I'm old school, the Harry Kissinger of Oztex. I'm old school like beepers and mullable of Star Tax. I'm old school like full figure rings and gold chains. I'm old school like flat top fades and finger waves. I'm old school like video music box at 330. I'm old school like the box when the video's 24-7. I'm old school like blow pots of five cent annihilators. I'm old school like Coca-Cola cans and all flavors. I'm old school like Saturday morning cartoons. I'm old school like 40 ounce beers and nigga bags of boom. I'm old school like I'm a noodle lunchbox. I'm old school like Joe Dillers running around the block. I'm old school like Legos and Mattel race cars. I'm old school like gold PBS and all cars. I'm old school like porn on Channel 13. I'm old school like a tight fitted regular jeans. I'm so old school. I'm so old school. I'm so old school. 
Yo, I'm so old school. I'm new school, like Barack Obama politics. I'm new school, like ATMs and Blu-ray discs. I'm new school, like emails and text messages. I'm new school, like Java Juice food privileges. I'm new school, like high definition 1080p. I'm new school, like online college degrees. I'm new school, like Twitter and MySpace. I'm new school, like Google Earth justify the place. I'm new school, like watching TV online. I'm new school, like using sidekicks to write rhymes. I'm new school, like checking online blog trends. I'm new school, like using things. Book to find friends. I'm new school, like iPhones and Blackberries. I'm new school, like online identity death worries. I'm new school, like watching videos on YouTube. I'm new school, like the Apple Store on Fifth Avenue. I'm so new school. I'm so new school. I'm so new school. Yo, I'm so new school. I'm old school, like the baggy and eye shirts. I'm new school, like them colorful kid robot shirts. I'm old school, like 40 gig hard drives and PCs. I'm new school, like them apps for Mac versus PCs. I'm old school, like star search talent competitions. I'm new school, like America Idol talent show auditions. I'm old school, like triple fat goose winter jackets. I'm new school, like the movie and glorious bastards. I'm old school, like seeing black and black crime. I'm new school, like really made up party style crime. I'm old school, like the shows with Julia Child. I'm new school, like Iron Shepherd. Rachel Ray on the dial. I'm old school, like Richard Bay on Channel 9. I'm new school, like Woody Williams on Channel 5. I'm old school, like buying CDs at the Wiz. I'm new school, like my heart, cause I have so much to give. I'm so old school. I'm so new school. I'm so old school. Yo, I'm so new 